episode five of Concentrated, the podcast about movies, comics, shows, and all the other cool stuff we want to talk about from the perspective of nerds of color. I'm your host, Maria, and as usual, I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Hello. And Manira. Hi. Today, we are talking comics. More specifically, we're going to give you some of our favorite single-sit reads. But first, it's time for Eric Does the News. Okay, uh, so I got three stories this week. Um, three and a half, if you want to be technical. First up, the most important one. We've all seen it, and hopefully you've seen it by now. The trailer for It Chapter 2 yeah. dropped. The uh, the Stephen King film following up from 2017's It. This I'm is so the, excited. Yeah, yeah they, they have the fully cast version of the adult Losers Club, including Jessica Chastain. Yes. Um, Bill Hader. Mm-hmm. James McAvoy. Yes. Uh, I forgot the other three, but those are the big three. You know, Bill Hader as Richie, James McAvoy as uh, Will, and what's the girl's name? Beverly. Beverly, yes. Jessica Chastain as Beverly. Trailer is creepy as hell. It is so creepy. It's less of a trailer and more of a scene and then like a 30 second teaser Mm -hmm. because the the whole thing is basically a full on scene of adult Beverly going back to her childhood home. And meeting the woman that lives there now. <sighs> and then things getting very like. That old lady was creepy. Creepy. As hell. Exorcist 3, old people walking on the yes! ceiling type yes. weird. Oh my God, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like old people when they're like creepy no. and scarily nimble and yeah. that lady's walking around. Like, Listen, butt to naked, me, that is cookies. why Exorcist 3 is the scariest of the original three. The second mm. one shouldn't have even exist. No. But the creepy anyway. old people yes. crawling up the ceiling was way creepier than. Because they yeah. shouldn't do little that. White. No, they should not. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. And again, hot take. I don't think The Exorcist is that scary. No, me. not the original one. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Nope, not scary at all. Um, so yeah, be on the lookout for that. It drops in September, I believe. Yeah, is that the release. Yeah, yet? it's it's um I, w- I want to say it's, it's like September tenth, but it's it's definitely September. It's basically the same release, uh, September sixth. So I believe that's the same week that the original version mm-hmm. of it came out. So and I'm, also, um, just real quick, if do yourself a favor if you are a, a reader and you've never read it, yeah, it is a fun. It's literally one of his best books. Mm-hmm. Like you, you should read it. It's more along the the heyday of of Stephen King when yeah. he was putting out gold. Still doing drugs, yeah. The good, a lot of coke. The good. The man <laughs> loved his coke. Not you, the good old days. If you, if you day, need yes. a prime example of that, go watch Maximum Overdrive. That movie is written, directed, cast, and starring cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, facts. The good old white. Awesome. So, what's right. your next story? Uh, next story, we we've got uh, a little bit more cast. This is casting news. Um, James Gunn, director of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1 and 2, also a bunch of really good movies like Slither. Um, he's cast his version of King Shark for Suicide Ooh. Squad 2. Uh. Um, oddly enough, he's doing Suicide Squad 2, and then he's going back to Marvel to direct and write Guardians of the Galaxy like Volume 3. <sighs> so, thankfully, um, the, the person cast as King Shark will not be in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because he died in the last one. That spoiler is, alert. Yeah. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert for the movie that came out in 2016, if you haven't Just seen it Just in case you haven't seen yeah. it. Um, yeah. It's Michael so Rooker, who is uh, basically a favorite of his. Michael Rooker is in almost every James Gunn movie. He's yeah. in Slither. He's in Super. He is in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2. Um, I, I, I would assume he's casting him as King Shark, which is a great choice because Michael Rooker plays 
an amazing kind of country bumpkin violent person. Just yeah. look at him on Walking Dead. Looking him, look at him in basically anything he's ever done. Look at Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Right. All those classics. He's got crazy redneck down. Yeah. Yeah. I, I assume that, that at some he's point. Not. No. No. No, no, he's not. No. No, no, He's supposed to be a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I assume at some point we'll hear casting news of his brother, Sean Gunn, who plays Rocket <laughs> Raccoon uh, in the motion capture. He also plays uh, one of the Ravagers. And hopefully Nathan Fillion, who's also in a bunch of James Gunn movies. So before you go to your next story, <laughs> this is kind of exciting, but it's still Suicide Squad. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping. Here's the thing. You know how they say. <laughs> Sorry. Flattery. <laughs> well, I mean, flattery is the sincerest form of of Imi- imitation. Is imitation. Form yeah, of you know what yeah. I meant. Yeah, don't don't correct me. Shut <laughs> up. Um, yeah, everyone can can look at Suicide Squad and go, oh, okay, they were just ripping off Guardians of the Galaxy, which came out two years before then. So why not get the guy who did Guardians of the Galaxy to come and do and the, actually do a, good do a one. better version of okay. the rip off of right. his own movie? All right. So so I just want to. Th- this is going to be my little hot take here. Hot take. <laughs> I'm it's gonna, a little hot take. <laughs> it's it's a baby hot take. Um, I'm going to trust Eric on this one. He very rarely leads me wrong. I trust James Gunn more than anyone. Okay. Because I'm going to say, if we go see it and it's some shit, I am going to be hella mad that I wasted my time. Well, the majority of the cast of the original is not coming back. Okay. Like, the, we've heard no word of, of Rick Flagg. We know Will Smith isn't coming back Thank as God. Deadshot. Plus, it's got Idris Elba. Uh, so. Okay. All right. That'll make up for it. Yeah. All right. Shut story. That's literally. It, I'm basically. I'm just here for Idris Elba, so I don't get fined. Got yep. it. I think I will be joining you. All right. Cool. Next All right. Story. Uh, and more comic book news. We got the first. Well, the second trailer, first real trailer of Spider-Man: Far From Home. I love um, it. This is the post Endgame trailer. So th- as soon as you watch it, there is a gigantic spoiler for Endgame. So if you haven't watched Endgame, don't watch the new trailer because it is like. That's your spoiler warning I'm giving you right now. Yeah. First three seconds of the trailer, you find out Tony Stark dies. Hey, oh, okay. That so was just, that's, okay, I told okay. you that, that was your I warning. Say, you know what? I feel no sympathy. It, it is, has been two weeks. Right. It's May All fucking right. 11th. If you haven't seen it, get your damn life together. And right. even even if you if you watch the trailer online, it is uh, introed by Tom Holland telling you that this is a huge spoiler. And he's not lying this yeah. time. <laughs> he's not lying. He's For saying, once. hey, if you haven't seen Endgame, don't watch it. But in the trailer, we, we learned a, li- a little bit more about Mysterio. Which um, I myself, as a big Mysterio fan, can tell you is 100% bullshit of what he's saying. Um, basically, he, they, they've said that Thanos doing the snap and then the reverse snap and then the third snap. Some, at some point, too many snaps tore a hole in the universe and now there's a multiverse. And our version of Mysterio in this movie comes from Earth. I believe they said 833. They don't say it in the trailer. They've said it in a different like. Yeah, scene. that's mm-hmm. a lie. Mysterio's probably setting all this shit up. Yeah, end up being Mysterio the bad guy is in the famously end. a con man and a magician and a, a master of electronics. And I, I'm assuming the whole goal is that he, that's his thing. He's going to try to pump himself up to be a superhero since Iron right. Man is gone, and that like a lot right. of the superheroes are. Y'all listen to Flavor Flav. Don't believe Mysterio's hype. Just I don't have believe a question. that hype. Um, he has a wedding ring. Is Mysterio married? In I don't know. Depending on on the version, yeah. Normally okay. he's got various. Uh, I never. No- I didn't notice the wedding ring. I noticed one. Huh. Look yeah. at you. Oh wait, it oh, might. I've, not... I've seen it enough times. <laughs> you know. Does me. he have it on one hand? Because it might be his uh, his projector for his holograms. Right. 
no, it looked like it was on his wedding on the wedding on hand. the wedding band where it usually you know. I have a feeling that might cut in somewhere like that. Might okay. it might look like a wedding ring, mm-hmm. but in the movie you might find it. it's not really a wedding ring. It's his his hologram projector because he keeps putting his hands out and he's mm-hmm. shooting like green yeah. triangles and shit. Um, fun fact, uh, Easter egg. Earth uh, 833 is the Spider-Man UK universe where William Bradley is Spider-Man. And in our universe, in uh, Earth 616, uh, Brentley is um, Captain Britain, the brother of Silent oh. the X-Men. Fun fact. Easter I eggs. haven't read enough Spider-Man that wasn't, to even know do that. Do you have that an Easter egg, excellent little Easter egg. Like, no, no, I just, okay. I know just a lot Easter about egg. Spider-Man and I've read a lot of Spider-Verse stuff and there's a jillion Spider-Man and... Yeah, Spider Man UK is from Earth eight thirty three, which is it also means that Earth three one related to our spider dorks. Well, I don't know that I don't know that you we can need eat to call a spider them that, dick. right? <laughs> Come on, guys! <laughs> I don't know that we need to call them spider dorks. Flip this motherfucking table! <laughs> don't talk about Spider Man. Knock my microphone Listen, off. Sometimes it's fun trolling him. All right, sometimes it's fun. You don't talk about Spider Man. You don't talk about Guillermo del Toro. I will fight you. Wait, we actually managed to go, we what, a, a whole episode? Yep. Mm-hmm. Or did we actually make it through two? No. It was just no, the one episode, right? His, he brought it up last time. <sighs> yeah. We're going to get there. He's we're going to we're gonna, gonna have an episode where he doesn't find a way to bring Gail. Doubtful. Nope. Doubtful. That'll be I a sign-off. When I meet Guillermo del Toro, <laughs> then I will stop. Ugh. All right. Are, do you have any other news? That is all. Get on with your rest of your fucking lives and show. <laughs> Or the podcast. Well, then. Or podcast. Don't Someone. be bringing that spider slander in here, motherfucker. I didn't. I, I tried to stop you, sister. <laughs> Somebody is so spicy today. Anywho. Spidey spicy. <laughs> Moving right along. Right. So, now that I've uh, effectively trolled Eric, Manera. Yes. Listen, we all love comics, mm-hmm. um, but adulting sucks, and we definitely do not always get the time that we like. To just sit down and go through a whole damn series. Plus, Correct. there's just way too many of them, right? Um, so what single sit read would you recommend to someone that wants to read comics but just does not have the time? Um, okay, so I had to ask Eric because I'm not good with single sits. Apparently, all the comics that I get have volumes and volumes and volumes and just never end. Well, it, it I find single sing, single sit books, like I read a lot of continuing books, like I read a lot of Spider-Man, I read a mm-hmm. lot of superhero stuff. Those get, A, they get pricey, and B, you have to follow them for so long. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's nice to just sit down with a book that I can read, start to finish and get the whole beginning, middle, and end of the story in the hour or less that it takes me to read the entire comic. Right, right. So that that's really what we're, we're trying to talk to you here. Like, you, you're not going to hear much about superheroes because if not, I would talk about all-Star Superman Until the Cows Came Home because it's an amazing superhero single-sit read. But, yeah. So, I asked Eric. (laughs) And I just gave him, like, basically what I wanted to read at that time and what I was looking for. I was looking for, like, a crime, noir, kind of gritty, dirty, you know, something basic like that. Okay. Um, He told me to pick up The Last Days of American Crime by Richard Reminer and Gregory Tuccini. Am I saying that right? Uh, it was Rick Reminder. Oh, all right. Well, yeah. I was saying it horribly. And I am sorry, Rick Reminder. And I, I believe it's Greg Tocchini. Uh, you got that right. This, I, this no, I don't dude. know. I don't no, no, no. I no. appreciate it. No, d- I, I know. Me, I know this because Rick Reminder is probably one of my top five favorite writers. Oh, okay. And okay. he writes, he, he wrote this. He also writes um, Black Science. He writes um, 
what's the show on Sci Fi Channel? Um, it's not the Expanse. Deadly Class. Okay. He write he okay. writes Deadly oh. Class. I like yeah. which he loves. He also yeah. wrote. Um, Probably my favorite arc. Uh, he wrote the Uncanny X Force, which is a really oh, dark version of X Force yeah, with yeah, yeah. Wolverine and and Phantom X and Psylocke and um, and Deadpool. He wrote Deadpool in a way that's not like Deadpool still makes jokes, but he's much he's, darker. It, no, it, it's really it's kind of a, a passive, calm version of Deadpool that Got still it. makes okay. jokes. And it it the way he writes him, no one writes Deadpool like that, and I appreciated it. Um, I will say that Graham did give me a bit of down on its luck, Deadpool-esque type. Um, he's a loser who basically is looking for his one big score. Okay. Um, when we first meet him, he is monologuing and setting someone up in a bathtub with Diesel and Ooh. giving them a cigarette, putting it in his mouth and telling them, you know, take Deep, slow breaths, because you're basically going to set yourself on fire. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it was nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rem- Remender knows how to how to get with the nitty gritty. And I, from that point on, I was like, oh, so that's what we're doing. All right, I'm here. Um, it's basically because of the increase in domestic terrorism and high crime. America is abandoning paper money, which I've been doing for years. I right. can never keep paper money with me, so you know. I'm I'm halfway there. Um, most of the prominent characters is Graham, like I said, loser. Um, Kevin Cash, who is basically a safe cracker. He's cocky. Um, I never trusted him. As soon as I met him in the bar, I didn't. I didn't like, like you him. already knew. Yeah, yeah, basically. And um, his girlfriend Shelby. Shelby is on the cover. Yeah, I, I'll post a picture to the Instagram of the actual physical it's books. It's a beautiful cover, too. Yeah, the, the art is amazing. Yeah, Gorgeous. Yeah, it is Gorgeous. really pretty. Shelby is a hacker, and she gave me very sultry spy vibes. Um, I enjoyed this book a lot. Um, also, I found out I was doing just a little bit of looking around. I found out they're getting ready to make it into... It's, it's, it's going to be a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, th- I think, and it's uh, directed by Oliver Megatone, which I'm not a huge fan of his work personally, but he knows what he's doing. I looked at some of the casting. Uh, yeah, it, but, it's you know. Edgar Ramirez and mm-hmm. Anna Brewster and Michael Pitt, and it's got Charlotte Copley from um, District 9 and uh, Chappie and a bunch of other great films. He's he's a good character actor. Yeah. I, I mean, short end of it, I really enjoyed this book, or this graphic novel, sorry. Yeah. Um, I would recommend it to anyone who is looking for a gritty novel, or graphic novel, that you can kind of get into as soon as you're done. It's like, oh, well, this this happened. Gotcha. So, it definitely, like, for a more mature audience, like... I would say, oh, yeah. yeah, there's... As soon as he finishes with the guy in the bathroom, um, he's talking to a gentleman, and he is getting a... And it's, in, in it's, a it's, bit of yeah. a Bajinski. Yeah, Ooh. it's... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It but is. it's good. It's good. It's right. definitely for an adult audience. Mm-hmm. And, as but, I am an adult. Yeah. But Rick Memmender does a lot of, you know, big books as well for Marvel. He did the... Uh, he famously did the, the run of... Venom, the first run with um, where Flash Thompson becomes the Venom symbiote. Oh, so he did okay, that okay. run of Venom. He's also done Punisher, which was very dark. Um, he does Fear Agent. He And his new book, um, Tokyo Ghost, is really good as well. Yeah. So thank you for yeah. that. You've now awakened something in me that I kind of pushed down. I am back. I was in books 
and whatnot. Oh, and, I and thought so you were talking about the need to either uh, participate in or, you know, experience gratuitous violence because, you know, I mean, you know well, that's all. Er- everyone is, is right. basically one day away from wanting to do a really cool heist. You ask anyone if they want to do a heist. It's facts just there. it's facts. Basically, yeah. Yeah, you came see- to me with a plan on paper and you had lots of graphs and like video and <laughs> surveillance and you're right. like, we're going to do a heist. I'm like, I'm in. Right. Basically. Listen, yeah. I would be in, but I'm just not about that jail life. So if I'm in, I'm That's in. That's the fun of a Listen, heist. Listen, I'm, if I'm in, yeah. I'm There's in. We're be either going to get away with it or I'm going to die. die. Like, because yeah. I'm, I'm not built for jail. That's Clearly, you're that. you're more on a set it off heist. I'm more of an Ocean's <laughs> Eleven. Yeah, no, no, no. I want I it to like, be yeah, an Ocean's I, Eleven I want a, a cool, like, wearing disguises. Yeah, cool soundtrack when I walk. You are like, ride or die. We didn't get this money. I'm going to kill everybody or die trying. I don't, I'm not down with that heist. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is, is that I would like for it to be an Ocean's Eleven heist, mm-hmm. but if something goes south, it will become a set it off heist. Nope. Like, we're, yeah. we're still in Ocean's Eleven territory, yeah. and Maria has turned into set it we're off. We're all trying to be surgical and open locks, and you've pulled out a machine I, gun, no, and you're like, I, oh, the cops are coming, <laughs> fuck this. No, I mean. I ain't um, going back. <laughs> Maybe. You never win. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I can't do it. I ain't going back. I, I ain't built for jail, dog. <laughs> like, who are you calling dog? <laughs> That's not my code name at all. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, Ocean's Eleven style, yes. And it, it hot take. If if something happens, I'm ratting everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, we knew that. <laughs> call me Takashi69. I'm dropping dimes on Look, everybody. Yikes. Yep. Throwing all the shade today. Yep. The dropping the blicky with the sticky. Uh, he, he did it. She oh did it. God. She knew. I don't want no jail time. Dropping dimes. See, see, this is why I gotta. It's gotta be all or nothing because he gonna rat us out if something happens. Save That's the phone call, officer. I'm just gonna be calling you anyway to tell you how they did all this shit. Oh Eric, please God. know as soon as we get that money, two hot ones right, right between your eyes. That's why I'm never turning my back. <laughs> oh my God. Well, welcome so, to our heist, guys. I sleep. sleep I sleep with one eye open, but I'm not sleeping all. No, no, I think we've done a good job. We have not given zero details. So right. when we actually commit said heist, they mm-hmm. won't know no, how we did it. Hey, y'all want to know about this heist we about to do, though? <laughs> hey, Manir, remember that, that armored car we were looking at? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, that armored car at 617 <laughs> Northwest Street. Anyway, back on to the topic. Um, I started picking up comics. One of them I picked up purely because she is brown like me. Um, it's called Skyward. It is basically a, um, the world no longer has gravity. And this girl is navigating it. Her name escapes me. Sorry. It's Willa. Um, and she basically is helping her father figure out how to bring gravity back to the world. People do not want that, and all of that ensues. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, you guys obviously can't see it, and, it, right. you know, Eric's going to post. Well, somebody's going to post. I don't yeah, know who's going to do it. Yeah, I'll post a picture um, of, of the actual covers of the books that but we're reading. But, yeah, this is, it's, it's just so pretty. Happy, yes, yes. It's not. It's not a happy story. <laughs> I mean. She had a mother, and she no longer does. Oh, shit. So, Happy Mother's Day to that mom. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Whee. But yeah, no. Um, so pick up Last Days of American Crime if you would like a crime noir. Um, also pick up Skyward if you are looking for a uh, graphic novel with a black lead, a, a black woman 
lead. Or or do what I'm about to do and just have some damn sticky fingers and just snatch Meneer's copies and you know that works too. I mean, you can do Excuse that me, too. officer, but I heard <laughs> from the grapevine somebody stealing books in this motherfucker. I don't know if Manira came up on this book legally, but Maria, <laughs> Maria <laughs> intends to steal it illegally, as if there was a legal way of stealing. But just saying, you no. might want to check that out, officer. I came with, you know what? Move on. Like, move on. <laughs> come on it legally. And you just I would like on. to accept my reward money in cash. <laughs> I mean, I think the moral, even though today's episode is about novels, I think that what's really going to come across by the end of the episode is don't commit crimes with Eric because he's Basically. a snitch ass motherfucker. Officer, That's you can make my payment out to <laughs> Jimothy Brosif. That is Jimothy my Brosif. that is the name of my new passport that I'm getting made. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what are um, we doing? What oh are my we gosh. Doing? Anywho, Somebody, right. Somebody's next. So um, I actually kind of went in a really different direction and you know so that you guys know like we don't I mean obviously we want to make sure when we put the podcast together we're giving you something quality to listen to but you know we don't necessarily chat with each other about like what we like Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's it's always really cool when we have these conversations because what comes out honestly is for as much as like we all love a lot of the same things we are into some different shit mm-hmm. um, because my book is so different than what yep. Manira just discussed. But here's the thing. I'll probably pick up whatever you get too. Oh yeah, for sure. I <laughs> yeah. mean, listen, bitch, I'm not joking. I'm like, I'm putting your books in my bag. As soon as I finish, look, take another sip out that cup and watch them books disappear <laughs> off the table. Um, Officer, I can give you a timestamp <laughs> of when she said she was going to take the books when the heist was occurring. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that I'm coming. Jimothy with a J. <laughs> coming for your whole library Eric. so i mean for real you gotta get past taco (laughs) taco's my friend just rub him on his right that's all you gotta do he's gonna roll over and you better bring food (laughs) (laughs) he don't sleep he does not goodness um but yeah i i went in a very different direction Mm -hmm. um funny enough i did to want to read something or, or talk about something that i read that had Um, a protagonist that was a person of color. Mm -hmm. And the book that I selected is called God Shaper. Um, It was actually a limited series um, comic. I think there was like six um, books Mm -hmm. total. So it's just, you can just read it as one book as a single set or, you you know, if you don't want to do that and you want to get them individually, I don't know why you would do that, but you could. Um, And so um, I'm going to just give you the synopsis of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically God Shaper introduces a vast world where there's a God for every person and a person for every God. Uh, Though for N.A., literally this person's name, this guy's name is N.A., like not applicable, but Mm -hmm. it's spelled out. Um, Unfortunately, exceptions may apply. People like him are God Shapers, uh, which are godless social pariahs with the ability to mold and shape the gods of others. Uh, but they can't actually have their own gods. Mm -hmm. And so paired with Bud, who is an off-kilter but affectionate god without a human, they travel from town to town looking for shelter, a meal, and playing rock and roll gigs. So this story is by Simon Spurrier. For those of you that are big X-Force fans, you may know him. He's actually responsible for um, X-Force Volume 4, like the first 15 books he also um started co-writing star wars dr afra um i think last year um and he's done a lot of work he's a british writer so he's done a lot of work um with judge dread like mm. with the dread books um and then the artist is uh, a guy named jonas goonface 
Oh, wow. I love his name. Goonface is such a great name. Um, Brady sure it's not his real name, but yes, <laughs> yeah. it's, Listen, it's a good one. It's it's a good name, right? Um, the only thing that people may know his work from, like he does a lot of variant art. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at the book, it's so pretty. I'm, I'm looking at it now. This is, yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's really, really pretty. Um, but he's he's known for um, Sayer. Um, the, Sayer, I think, has two books. It's the A Dreamless Sleep book. Um, but the, the reason that I love this story is that our protagonist not only is godless, but he is also a gay man that is living in this world where he is a complete pariah. And so oh. basically what happens is like there's some catastrophic catastrophic event in 1958 wipes out um, – technology as we know it so all of a sudden the laws of physics are gone so Mm. we don't have electricity nothing combustible like Mm. it's it's all gone and in the wake of that we develop our own personal gods the thing about it is though money's gone and the currency of god or the currency is your god so basically you get um you know you you pay in like pearls for your god so to speak and so if you it's really interesting because if you treat the godless people the god shapers you treat them like pariahs but you then use them and need them Mm -hmm. to make your gods better Mm -hmm. does that sound familiar like Mm -hmm. at all right um so there are (laughs) lots of layers to this story taking shots at organized religion (laughs) Listen, pew, I didn't. Pew. No, I didn't do that. Um, what, Eric, what we were doing were, was insinuating. Nobody was actually Officer, saying Officer, I would like to uh, <laughs> report apostasy. That's um, a crime here, right? <laughs> but listen, I mean, I think, I think what I really, really love about this book, it, it forces you to think mm-hmm. about how you approach your own religion. doesn't matter what your religion is. If you have any religion, um, if you believe in anything, it will make you kind of just take a step back and be like, ooh. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it is bad either. Right. Um, and so, you know, you're going to have some folks that might read it and are like, oh, this is shit. I don't, I don't really like it. I don't think it's a book that's for everybody. Mm-hmm. But it, it is definitely a book that if you just want to look at – like just take a really different look at how we interact with each other and how religion and capitalism plays a part um, in how we interact and treat each other. I think it's, it's, it's a really good book to do that. Now I will give you um, just a heads up. As I said, Simon Spurrier is a Brit. And so he is writing this book as if the narrative is in America. Okay. Um, And so as one of our favorite writers, Miss Rowling mm. um, struggles with the idea of how to properly write like American vernacular. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the vernacular, I think, is a little a little choppy. Mm. Um, like his his attempt to do like hillbilly is a little a little weird. Like it by the by the end of like by the middle of the first chapter, you'll be used to it. But definitely the first couple of pages, you're like the fuck. Right. Um, but if you really stick with it and just follow the flow of the story and read it, it is beautifully done. It is. It's just it's a really, really nice. Literally, like I think I finished it in about an hour and a half. Like it is not a long read, but it is entertaining. It is good. And it's thought provoking. So I would definitely recommend it. Um, for, you know, you can purchase it digitally. So like if you've got a Kindle or something like that, it is available on Amazon. I wouldn't. It's I. 
while you were talking, Eric put it up on the um, on the monitor. It is strikingly gorgeous. Yeah, the, oh, it the is. artwork is amazing. It is. It, it is. It's so a fantastic pretty. use of color. Right. And yeah. Just, it, it's the artwork where it's kind of it's exaggerated, but in a good way. It is, and the thing about it is, is because of the way that it's drawn and because of the artwork, like. Not not that the the words don't matter, but the words almost don't matter. It's yeah. like so pretty and it like really every scene just kind of strikes you and it jumps out. Yeah, it's it's one of those books that reminds me a lot of like um Shaolin Cowboy where the the story is absurd completely, but the artwork will draw you in no matter mm-hmm. what because it's just it, it's fantastic to look at. Yeah. I the one down there with the gentleman who has his God, I'm thinking, in his jacket. No, okay, so that picture, that's off of the very first book. Yeah. Um, that is N.A., and the little, the God that he has in his jacket is Bud. Mm-hmm. So Bud doesn't have a, a, a human, so mm-hmm. they're both technically pariahs. Well, actually, Bud should be dead, because in this world, God, I mean, it's almost like American Gods, right? Where, mm-hmm. like, you can't survive if you don't have a worshiper, or right. you don't have worshipers. Well, Bud doesn't need worshipers, and he's still alive, and it's like, how, how? the fuck is that the case? Um, um, so they work together, and I can't really talk much more because I don't want to get the story away. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, yeah, yeah, but that I mean that the cover, like when I first saw it, that's what drew me in. Like, ooh, this is pretty. Yeah, and, and that, I want to learn about more. Is the cover of the uh, the trade paperback that ha- has all six issues? Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. It is so just for, it's amazing for twenty dollars. Yeah, and if if you have a local comic shop, we do recommend that you support local comics as opposed to yes. going Amazon for sure. If you for can't sure. find it, yeah, go Amazon. But if not, you know, like our local yeah, comic it, this, shop this is. Book was, yeah, this book is only like a year old, so you should absolutely be able to find it in your local comic shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, this is published by Boom Studios, which is kind of a smaller studio, yep. but you still you should be able to find it in a local comic shop yes. of a decent go look, size. Go look for it. Yeah. Yeah. Hit, up, hit up your local I comic will. shop, which I will now we constantly recommend. Yeah, like I said, I always just want to put the dec- disclaimer out there, you know, <clears throat> if for, for any of our listeners that are like very religious this may not be the book for you, or maybe it is exactly what you need mm-hmm. to see, like depending on your perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't say that you weren't warned that it could, you know, make you maybe it, it's feel a bit some sacrilegious. Kind of way. Yeah. 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 Just a bit. Um, Cause you know, what's the fun in doing safe <laughs> things, right? So yeah, so that's my book. Um, so Eric, you know, obviously um, we're coming to you last because <laughs> you've just been a little spicy today and we need to let you simmer down a bit. Um, but more importantly, you have probably forgotten more books than I could ever actually read. So if you had to recommend just one for like the casual or time strapped fan, what would you suggest? I would suggest one. Uh, the book that I'm suggesting is called The Private Eye. Uh, it came out in 2015, and it is written by Brian K. Vaughn, and it is uh, illustrated by Marcos Martin. Uh, Private Eye and Mar- Brian K. Vaughn, we've mentioned this show before as the writer of various comics that I, I love. He's also in my top five favorite writers. He wrote Saga. He wrote um, Bri- uh, Why the Last Man, Ex Machina. He, he works on bigger comics as well, but like those are his big oh, three, wow. including The Private Eye. Um, and this book was one of the big things about this book is that it was released through um, Panel Syndicate, which is a pay what you want comic series. So you can go on their website. You can get the book right now. If you wanted to pay a penny and get the entire book, you can. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like 
For yeah. what we're looking at right now. For right, yeah, right here in the private eye. You should be ashamed of yourself you if you only give a penny. Of yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an aside. Yeah, the, the art is amazing. And yes. here's the thing. You can, uh, recently they put it out as a hardcover through Image Comics. Um, and the hardcover is absolutely gorgeous if you wanted to have. It's, it's not paneled the same way as a normal comic where, you know, it's, Taller rather than wider. This is wider rather than taller. Oh, I like that so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's gorgeous to look at. Um, mm-hmm. the The hardcover will run you about fifty bucks, um, and I personally own it because it's amazing and it's it's nice to have something to physically touch. Mm-hmm. But the book itself is in the future in the year twenty seventy six. Um, something has happened and the internet has collapsed. Um, basically, everyone's secrets were brought into the public. So now no one has privacy. Privacy is completely gone. So Ooh. everyone wears a mask. When your kid is born, you get your kid a mask. Anything that you want is is out in the open. So you can't reveal your identity to anyone. Oh, wow. Because if you can, they can literally go and look up everything about you. Ooh. Everyone will know all your secrets, anything you've ever done bad. So everyone wears a mask of some sort. And I don't know, uh, I'll put the the cover has everyone, but literally... Every, some people are just wearing like a little domino mask or right. just a hoodie tied real tight. Some yeah, people but no, get more extravagant. Everybody like, has masks on. Yeah, the rich people end up getting fancier masks that are like holographic projections. Like one lady looks like a tiger. Another person has a mask that makes their head look invisible where you, all you can see is their eyeballs. Everyone oh. has a mask. So that's the cool part of this story. The At the heart, it's basically a detective story along the lines of like the Maltese Falcon. Or oh, like, okay. Yeah, but it takes place in the future. Um, and the the main character who is, uh, this was actually co- coincidental, I didn't mean to, is also a person of color. Nice. Um, <laughs> he... Y'all, we always mean to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's a great <laughs> character. He wears a mask. His mask is very small. It's basically just a domino mask, but his uh, his hoodie kind of makes him invisible. It's kind of really cool because you see it from the back. It's like a weird smiling face. Um, yeah, the, the book takes place in 2076. So the fun part about this book is when you meet like his grandfather, his grandfather is basically a millennial, someone right. born like around the year 2000. So his grandfather is kind of getting dementia, but he looks like what, basically what I'll look like in 40 years where I'll be an old man with a bunch of tattoos. Right. Kind of grumpy because I, like he, in the, when you, you meet his grandfather, he's trying to turn his cell phone on. And he tries to, to tell him, you know, cell phones haven't worked in 40 years. You know, you don't have, like, his grandfather doesn't hide his identity because he's going, he's going yeah. into the stages of dementia. But, yeah, it, it's kind of a fun look as to where our generation currently will end up in the future. Ooh. That, yeah. that sounds fun. Also, you said you have the hard copy of I have of the this? hard cover, yeah. Where it is, is it? It's sitting in my house. Nope. Oh, wow. yeah. I was going to just say, you, where, where? You know in about your this, house? You know about your yeah. sister's is heistia, it, uh, <laughs> heistiness. <laughs> is, it, is it where the other books are? Nope. It, it is where it, the other books are It's in a special place? Oh, okay. Yeah, but the, the whole point is, yeah, yeah, it's a thing about anonymity and and how much privacy do you really have, so... I it, mean, here's the thing, like... I feel like that's so relevant right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. <sighs> yeah, and you, you can't see it, but I'm showing too much of your lives. I'm on showing them some of the screenshots real. from the book. Be- everything is, yeah, it is, yeah, it's it very, is it's very well drawn. It's very well illustrated, and like, like I said, everyone wears a mask. But you know what? I, I think I love about it the most, just yeah, from what you're showing us, his hoodie that turns him invisible. It's it's busy without being too busy. Yep. Yeah, um, I personally, it, it's not overly detailed. Yeah, like. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's no secret. I, I'm a doc, I'm a huge Doctor Strange fan, but I personally struggle sometimes with my Doctor Strange books because each panel is so fucking busy, and I'm like. I get sensory overload. Like I want to look at everything and I don't want to miss anything, but Mm -hmm. God damn, there's a lot going on on this page. Um, And something like this, that is very pretty, you know, clearly there are things going on, Mm -hmm. but not to the extent that it's like, I'm getting a headache trying to look at this. Yeah. This book does a really good thing with the art where like, you'll have smaller scenes like this where I'm showing where um, he's meeting a client on a bench and it's just them two in frame. But then when they need to establish and they need to put it out there that this world is huge and everyone wears masks, Mm -hmm. then you'll see bigger shots like this where it's, you know, you'll get a street shot or you'll get a shot of a crowd and you'll see like all the effort that went into making everyone's outfits and their masks different. Completely different. Yeah. So people don't have identity, but you have an identity in your mask. Right. That is, that is gorgeous. Yeah. And I'm going to steal your book. You don't have to. It is 100% free if you want to pay. But if you want to be really cool and support, like Brian K. Vaughan is not by any any means an indie creator. He's made some of the biggest books in the industry right now. But at the same time, he went through Panel Syndicate to publish this book. Um, and he ended up winning an Eisner Award and a Harvey Award, which are like the Oscar and the, uh, you know, they're they're like the Oscar and the Emmy of the comic book world Mm. for this book. Yeah, Spurrier has one too. The the guy that wrote God Shaper, but not not for God Shaper. I think he actually got it for his work on Dread. Yeah, that Private Eye Volume One. That cover is, is insane. amazing. Yeah. And the beauty of it is, I can click right here and I can put in one penny if I want to, and pay a penny, and it'll give it to me to download immediately. And you can read it on all your digital devices. Yeah, I was gonna say, Eric, maybe what we can do as well as like in the show notes, we'll make sure we have links. Yeah, to, I'll put to a link to where you can buy buy the books if, if you know if you have a digital device you can download on your kindle or your your ipad or whatever um i highly recommend reading it i, I recommend throwing a couple bucks their way because it's just yeah. a great book and if you're like me and you're you're a fan of physical media and you just want a gorgeous book that's going to look great on a shelf like this is a mm-hmm. coffee table book that's going to look amazing it is going to look so amazing um, on i believe the book retails for 50 dollars, but when it is, i steal it from here it's 100 percent. it's a great looking book yeah no it's it's gorgeous and who knew that i was going to be spending so much money <laughs> yeah. comic comics aren't cheap <laughs> you know here and here's the thing like we went all of us went to mm-hmm. Third Eye together, what, like two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, shout out to Third Eye. because It was it last was, week for, yeah, no, yeah. no, it was the week no, before it was because week it before was, last. I, went, I went last week. You for went last week for, yeah, for Free Comic Book Day and May the 4th. We went together the week mm-hmm. before and shout out to Third Eye. You know, definitely one of the best comic books in yeah, the DC if, or if, comic book shops in the DC area. Like if hands you're down, in the nothing Maryland, comes DC, close. Virginia area, they have several shops, and th- this is not a plug for them. They're not. No, they do not pay. Us. I've been going so. there since they opened ten years ago, eleven years now, and um, it, it's just one of those things where, yeah, you could probably find it cheaper online, but you don't get the experience of you don't. The, the, the customer service is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, if I go in there and I can't think of anything that I'm looking for. I've never gotten a bad recommendation from the guys in there. And they, they remember your name. They remember what you're into. Well, and they'll they'll show you something that you, you know, that you're definitely going to well, enjoy. I'm going to go one step further, though. I've never gotten a bad recommendation from the guys or ladies in there. Yes. Um, yeah. One of the things that I love most about Third Eye is the fact that of all of the comic book I, shops I I've ever I use the term gone, guys as a non-gender exclusive No, term, no, no. I yeah. understand. But, like, it's the only comic book shop that I've been to in the D.C. area 
ever that has just as many female mm-hmm. and non-binary employees yeah. as they have and, male. And they definitely go out of their way to make you feel welcome. Like yes. I've gone into some comic shops and like I've talked to females that go into comic shops and they get that that vibe, that skeevy vibe. It's so You're creepy. not going to get that third eye. No, as soon as you all. walk in, they, they address you. They ask you if you're looking for anything in particular. They give you recommendations, and they just make you feel comfortable. If you say no, they leave you alone. Yes, and, and let you just wander you around if you're and just, touch everything. Just be like, hey, I'm, I'm just kind of browsing around. Yeah. Okay, and they'll say, hey, if you're looking for anything, you know, come and grab me. Plus, my soulmate works there because here I am, a little, little brown girl with <laughs> pink hair. And you know what I see in there? Another little brown girl with purple mm-hmm. hair that works there. <laughs> and it's just, it's a really amazing experience. And I feel bad because you would think they are paying us, but they really aren't. Nope. It, yeah, it's no, just, I've, it's like, just, you can make an afternoon of going to third yeah. eye if you have a local business that you really enjoy and support yeah, you should continue to them. enjoy and support them yeah and yeah. send business their way if you can and also fun fact because these two losers don't but if you are into magic the gathering they also have a game shop right next door you don't have to be into magic to enjoy the game shop we but enjoy the game shop. but it's amazing it, it's a game shop that sells a lot of board games as well it's not yeah, just yeah, 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 yeah. dork ass card games if you're but, a dork ass card but game they also have magic <laughs> fucking dork they, they also have a magic league and you can play there on the weekends and fuck you two well, but anywho can, no 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 before you tell us the fuck you i would like to say that i was bamboozled into going i learned how to play magic and i am undefeated and i will stay undefeated wait how many games did you end up playing i played five and i, I won cause all I, five cause I, yeah because i didn't Hot end up going take. with you guys that day no i played five <laughs> um and i i learned how yeah and i told the guy you know don't go easy on me like i want to i'm competitive so as soon as i know how yeah, but i'm you're gonna actually, start playing you're also evil though so it right. doesn't surprise me that you won five games well he like we started he was like oh you won and i said okay well he's like you want to keep playing i said sure why not and then I was like, hey, I'm, I'm winning. And he's like, I know. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 like play. And he's like, no, I'm playing. Wait, did you, did you stand up and yell suck it at him like you did that kid? Or no. did, you, did you manage to not do that? No, I looked at my boyfriend and my boyfriend's son like, you don't want none because <laughs> undefeated still. Yeah, no, just, just literally a great experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have yeah. the comic book shop right next to the game shop. You could legit spend a whole day at their Annapolis location. Like it is Pretty insane. Yeah. They also have a Richmond location and a Frederick location, but um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, listen, I mean, I know we kind of went on a detour there, detour there for support third local business. But yeah, at the end of the day, yes. support local business, especially if they're good local businesses. Yes. Yeah. So you know, that's those are our single sit recommendations for this week. Um, we'll we'll definitely have more because we all read a lot. Um, yeah. Some of us, like Eric, read way the hell more than the rest of us. I don't have a life. <sighs> Stop it. Well, now you do. <laughs> well, I read comics. That's my life. No, no. listen. It, the speed with which he mm-hmm. gets through books is Dying insane. alone. Oh, you, uh, you're not dying Shout alone. out to the Calm single down. listeners out there. He's, he's single and ready to mingle. He's cute. He is cute. He will pretend like he's not, but he's cute. He really is. He, has, he had a little snazzy haircut today, mm-hmm. too. And a grandpa sweater and a Slytherin shirt. Where my Slytherin's that. What he up? is looking it's at Harry us. Potter Day. It yes. is Harry Potter Day, y'all. We gotta wrap your house. Slytherin house. But that's that's a conversation for another time. Yep. We'll talk to y'all about that later. <laughs> um, so speaking of talking to y'all, um, some of you have actually reached out with suggestions and requests. Um, and we want to make sure that we routinely give you what you want and answer that questions. So I am happy to introduce our newest segment, <laughs> Meneer's Grab Bag. Pew 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 pew. pew. Bow, 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 bow. 
Um, okay. So like Maria said, um, we encourage our listeners to reach out to us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you just basically want to talk about. Um, I put on our Instagram that we were doing a comic, um, show. And if anybody wanted to reach out, they could, we had a listener that did. Her name is Ashley. Hey, Ashley. (laughs) Hey, Ashley. What's up, girl? (laughs) Um, I, I also want to say we won't be saying people's names like that. We just decided to do that. Oh, we're doing Or maybe sexy? we oh, will. Okay, well, I mean, we'll it depends. It depends on the name. Yeah, Ashley's no kind of a sexy name. Yeah, all right. Well, plus, plus, you know, I kind of stock, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't have looked at her picture. Oh, okay. she's, no, no, she's, no, no, she's cute. She's cute. Yeah. Cute. Okay. She's hot. She is. So, uh, Ashley basically said recommendations, please. And she wants a recommendation. She hasn't read comics in a while. She said since she was a child. She also said that her love was Archie and Jughead stuff. Which, by the way, Ashley, you know they're back and better than ever, I think. Yes. Um, If you're into Archie and Jughead and the Riverdale gang, there is a current version of Riverdale going on. And it is... um, I forgot who writes it, but the artist, uh, Fiona Staples, is the same artist on another book that I'm going to recommend in a little bit. Okay. Um, She also said that she would like to to read the Avengers slash Black um, Power, so... Um, I think does she mean Black Panther or is, well, is she reading an Avengers that I, I don't even know about? Is, it, <laughs> is there a Black Correct me if I'm wrong, but Black Power was um, Luke Cage's uh, name, was no, it no, not? No, Power Man. Power Man. Yeah. Okay. Well, she may have meant she probably Black, meant Black Panther. Panther. But, um, and also even Storm and X-Men. So yeah. I would say with in the vein of Storm and X-Men, I would go with Skyward, which is what I just said. Um She's a cute little black girl. Um, but also, she... If if you're looking for something in the vein of that, um, I can't recommend highly enough uh, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes! yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Read, read Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Um, I need to verify. I think they might, their series might have gotten canceled, which really sucks because it's a great book. But um, I believe they're up to volume six in the actual trades, so there's a lot of good stuff there. Um, Moon Girl is... Um, it has been verified as the smartest person in the Marvel Universe, and she's a 10-year-old little black girl with Devil Dinosaur as her pet, who is a you know 40-foot giant red dinosaur. The smartest. Y'all got that right? Yep. Okay. Smarter, you, you smarter than Reed Richards, smarter than Tony Stark, smarter than... than there we go. Yeah. yeah. The smartest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Little black smarter girl. Smarter than Hank Pym. Yeah. I can't recommend that highly enough because A, the story is great, and B, the art is amazing. Yes. Which is basically why me and Maria... Uh, Bombed Lost the, our shit. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But if your eardrums hurt, y'all, that was me. Sorry. That wasn't I, sorry. I recommend that in, in the the same vein. So yeah, if you're if you're looking more into the superhero stuff, but you don't want to get too deep into it, like some of the smaller books like that and like Squirrel Girl are they're fun books. They still take place in the Marvel universe and they reference all the other characters, but you don't have to have read fifty years of comics to get into them. Maria, Squirrel Girl. We're don't, not doing this. Don't today. act like you didn't read it. We're not doing this Squirrel today. Girl, Maria. Don't act like you didn't love it. No. Listen, Ashley, right. Ashley, do yourself a favor, okay, girl? And read Squirrel Girl. Girl, yes. I know. Okay, maybe you should read Squirrel Girl, but I know that you mentioned that um, you really want to get into some of these Marvel characters, mm-hmm. and and I'm I'm down for it. Like all of these are really good suggestions that Eric gave. But hot take: um, the better comic book that will completely just leave you with all of the feels. Don't do this. No, we're doing it. 
if you get an opportunity, um, you need to pick up Saga. Yeah, Saga is an image book uh, written by Brian K. Vaughn, who did my my book, um, The Private Eye. Yep. And the artist Sarah, I mean uh, Fiona Staples, does uh, Archie as well. Archie and Jughead and Riverdale. She, that's her current book, but she is also the artist on um, Saga. It is amazing. It is beautiful, and the story itself. You just if you don't if you if you get past the first book and don't have feels, you may not be a human being. It's a really, really well written story. It's sci fi. It's fantasy. It's futurism. It's it's space travel. It's it's also, you know, on a lower scale, it's about a family and it's about, you know, mixed cultures and blended families and. The, the adventures that happen, it, it's very much a Romeo and Juliet meets Star Wars meets Game of Thrones type of thing. Yeah. Would you would you say there's some Pretty Little Liars in there as well? She's a Pretty Little Liar fan. Shout out, um, Ashley. I've never seen Pretty Little Liars. Live I, your I life know. better. Oh, my gosh. I, I will accept that. <laughs> um, I, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's definitely more Game of Thrones-y because there's okay. a lot of like backstabbing yeah there's a lot of Um, factions but it's still it's a fun and easy read like i know a lot of comics are very dense it's and it's not it's like literally when because in fairness eric recommended it to me like i made it halfway through the first book and then it was like four hours later and i was like oh my god i can't believe i've read so much and like by the next day yeah i was completely caught up yeah in like like a day yeah because it was so good that any chance that i had to to pick it up and read i was reading it was plus not not like shows like game of thrones and the walking dead like don't get attached to characters because brian k vaughn will kill your favorite (sighs) in an instant um, he's done it before in other books, and as much as I love him, I also hate him. For Y'all, that. Eric got a call. What time? Did, what I called you? What like eleven thirty at it night? Was cussing late. you yeah. out? Yeah. Like when I finished the last page of the most recent um, issue, literally, I picked up the phone, I called him, and I cussed him out for a good forty-five seconds. Like, why didn't you warn me? And he was like, Why would I? And I didn't even have to tell him what I was calling him for. He knew. It's an ongoing. It's an ongoing series, and unfortunately, they they do a thing where they'll they'll write like a dozen issues, and then they'll take a break for like six months to a year. And right now, they're in the middle of one of those breaks. So if you want to get caught up, now is the time. To yeah, do that. it's a great time to do it. I they are both looking at me. I'm not gonna. I get real attached to pe- to things, people, things that I love. You'll burn oh, something down. Yeah. yeah, you yeah. can't it, read it. It's yeah. full of heartbreak. No, Mm-mm. no, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But Ashley, please do. Yeah, yeah if, listen. If, if you've got the heart for it and you don't mind, you know, well-written characters and sometimes those well-written characters die without much notice, jump into Saga. Yeah, for sure. And and Ashley, definitely, like, let us know and, and any listener that mm-hmm. is taking these recommendations yep. um, to and heart. Fair warning, it is a very adult book. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. a Ashley, lot of nudity, little ones, a lot of violence. Don't, don't let them look at I made that. the mistake of reading it on my iPad in public one day, and I thought it was cool, and, like, one page was good. The next page, there was a literal orgy happening, so mm-hmm. I had to uh, close that comic because I was in public <laughs> eating lunch. So yeah, nobody should be reading over your shoulder, anyways. Though. I know it's, it's a very big iPad. Like, <laughs> I mean, were you walking around with like a Vizio screen? Right. No, I mean, <laughs> I, I literally have a, an 11 inch iPad that I read all my comics on when I buy them digitally. So, I, if I'm if I'm reading comics in public, that's what I'm usually what I'm reading. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so, you know, definitely anyone, please, you know, let us know what you think of these recommendations. If you have recommendations of your own to add, yes. add them in the comments. 
Um, yeah, post if, you, them. if you think there's something we haven't read that we should check out, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Um, which kind of takes us to the, wrapping this thing up because mm-hmm. we've done giving you guys a whole lot of gold today. All this gold. Um, so as always, we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, if you like this episode, like us, rate us, uh, drop a review, subscribe to the podcast. I mean, we keep saying this, but you guys know how to do this. Yeah. Tell yep. your friends. Twitter, Instagram, all that good Stitcher, stuff. iTunes, um, rate and review. Yep. All of our social media is at Concentrated Pod. So, you know, again, if you like these books, if you have some things that you want to recommend to us mm-hmm. um, as something that we should check out and maybe share with others, you know, drop us a line, Twitter, Instagram. We are happy, as Ashley can tell you, we are happy <laughs> to um, oblige and, and give you some feedback on that. Um, if you have a question that's a, a, a little bit more private in nature that you don't necessarily want us to post to the world, you can always feel free to just shoot us an email at uh, concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. And then lastly, if for whatever reason you are not able to listen to us on your normal um, device or through your normal route, you can always check out our website, uh, concentratedpodcast.com, which will give you links uh, to a host of different listening options um, like Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, all of that that you can catch us on. And uh, that's it for this week. You guys have anything you want to add? No. Like I said, I will put um, links to where to download the private eye and um, where else you can find some good comics online in the show notes. Nope. I got nothing. And Just if you, keep those. yeah, no, I was gonna say if you, if you have show ideas or topics you want us to talk about, shoot us a, shoot us a line on Twitter, Instagram, email. Yes. Cause we are open. To we listen. Any of your we suggestions. respond. Yep. Cause none of us actually have lives. So nope. we live for you guys. We live to serve. Okay. <laughs> okay, that was a little much. <laughs> we don't live to serve, but we care about what you think, guys. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, that is it for this week. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>